Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lions Den with Seth, and I'm your host, one of your hosts, and today is going to be an outstanding, outstanding show. If you are here right now, you already know what time it is. Make sure you let us know that you're watching and just give us a, a shout out, right? Let us know that you're here. If you're on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard. Give them permission so that you can get it in with us and make sure that your comments are posted, okay? This is going to be an outstanding show, ladies and gentlemen. So I love the fact that you are here. What's going on, Larry? Larry, how you feeling, bro? Hey, man, what's going on with you? Man, you ready? Hey, hey, how, how you like your shirts, man? Hey, hey, we, we crispy now, right? We're yeah, fit, right? we official, baby. I love it, man. It's dry fit. It feel all good on me, you know? Hey, it's it, it your definition, right? Yeah, oh. Absolutely. But no, yo, man, how's your weekend going so far? Oh, it's been good, man. I was out last night as I, sh- uh, last night, yesterday as I shared a grill, you know, grill some meat, man, and just chill out in the backyard and then. Today, we took the kids to the city museum to kind of get them out and burn some energy, man. It's been a real low-key, relaxed weekend. That's good. That's good. Okay. Well, look, hey, shout out. Shout out, Miss Doja. Listen, it's going to be cool. We're not going ridiculous. <laughs> on the lady. She already <laughs> sent a warning shot. You hear? Right. It's all good. But, hey, everybody, y'all make sure y'all share this. This is going to be a super, super exciting, exciting show. Hard, now, hard. I'm going hard in the paint. I don't know what y'all talking about. about to go hard, bro. Hey. No, <laughs> Hey, before we start, though, I got to give a shout out to April Johnson. Uh, you know, just let her know I'm with her. I couldn't be down there with the funeral family friend. Uh, her mother passed away. She's laying in the rest of the day. My, my lady's down there with her now. So, April, you're in my thoughts and prayers. You know, I wish I was there with you. Right, right. Yeah. All right, man. Right on. So, how was your weekend, man, besides that? Weekend. Weekend's been good, man. I got the house all to myself. Man, I'm so bored, I don't know what to do. Look at you. <laughs> I've been catching up on snowfalls. All I've been doing, bro. That's, That's it. it. That's yeah. it. American, uh, shit. Come on tonight. I can't think about it. Tonight, I'm, I'm American. Well, look, as long as y'all all American. It. I'm sorry. All American. Okay. okay. That's a good That's show, cool. bro. That's a good show. Hey, well, listen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all in, if y'all in, hey, what's going on, James, and everybody else? Well, I see you over there fishing. I do. Right Yo, there. yeah, everybody's up in the building right now. Make sure y'all Please. sharing this, right? Make sure y'all y'all sharing this. If not, you're hating, right? You know what it is. But before we get too deep into it, and before we get uh. Uh, our, our 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 ladies on right we do want to make sure you guys understand and know about the village don't forget the village all right the village is a nonprofit organization in st louis a group of men that have uh, created this organization to help young men to mentor to help coach teach and and just help them to be more uh citizens and by giving them the applicable skills so during the COVID and everything not everybody's able to go face to face and have fun but they have this incentive where the young men can get board games right so they can learn how to you know commune in inside and with each other like this right face face to face but you know, uh, virtually. So if you don't mind, if you want to contribute anything, $5, $2, one, whatever, don't matter, give it to the village. But the cash app is Lions Cast. And make sure you put in parentheses, 
the village and then at the end of may we're going to just go shopping and just just have a whole truckload of stuff to give to these kids it's going to be like christmas in 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 may Which yeah, I, don't mind, I, don't, I don't mind whooping whooping no kids in uno over zoom man it sounds like a pretty fun time bro listen <laughs> hey look they're gonna have to learn eventually hey, reverse you know yes. what i'm saying yes. pretty cool bro Hey, and look, you know, shout out to Foots out there holding it down. What's going on? And even holler at shout out to Will. He's over there. He's been taking it, taking it, uh, 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 holding it down for us, man, administratively. And look, if his internet was together, you know, he would be on talking cash oh, money right yeah. now, right? Oh, so, oh, y'all, look, again, we want to thank y'all for being in. But anyway, without further ado, hey, wait, hold on. Y'all ready, though? Yeah, we got one roll, baby. You, you. I'm just trying to see what kind of seats I'm supposed to be taking. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah, somebody so you got benches and church pavilions for you. They got you, man. You you got your seat ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm already sitting down. I don't know. No, uh, but look, I don't, I don't think you understand. When she say you, you're going to have to take a couple of seats, that means something in, the, in, in that world. But anyway, y'all, look, uh, without further ado. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give us a, a nice warm welcome for the ladies of the lioness lair. What's going on, ladies? Hey, I'm happy you're already sitting down, Herm. It makes it easier. <laughs> it makes it easier. Right so, already. But uh, hey, but you know what? Honestly, hey, Rose, uh, it's so good to see you guys. And for those that are out there, this is on love. Sometimes you sit people down with love. Um, so we are definitely excited to be here. I know. Thank you for all the friends and family that are out there. Please share, share, share this. Please, if you have not, like the Lioness Layer page. I am so excited. I'm ready to just get into it. So I'll pass over to my sisters to introduce themselves as well. All right. Go ahead, Miss CC, Miss Carrie. Hey, uh, just to echo what Crystal said, uh, we are here all in love just to have this conversation with the men, to hear both sides and both perspectives from a lady's and a man's perspective. I'm excited to be here. Let's get the show started. Right on, right on. Y'all already know, Miss Camille. Hey, hey, we've been hyping this up for a minute. So I am excited, um, you know, just to be on here, like I said, with my girls, to be a part of the den. You know, this is a pride. And um I just, I just, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to share with y'all. But tonight is going to be fire. So y'all get ready, pull up a seat, get comfortable, you know, whatever you got to get, water, drink, whatever it is, mm-hmm. some tea, it's about to go down. So it's get ready. Go down. Lord, y'all, I don't even know. Goodness gracious. How are we even going to do this? Because it's so many things that's going on in the world that, um, that, there's so many other battles that we're dealing with, right? And essentially we're doing this to show community, but also to show that difference of thought and how important it is to be in the same space to want to do this, right? Because that's where the change, if you believe it or not, the change and the growth come from wanting to have the conversation and not being ignorant. I heard something today that said, to be ignorant is to ignore, right? So you know the information is out there, but if you choose to ignore it, now who's the fool? So that's why we're doing this today. So I'm I'm so excited, so excited. So to get this ball rolling, oh my goodness, we're going to talk about the beginning of the even, the, the battle within itself. Why is it a battle? Well, go ahead, Camille. Well, you know, we've been battling each other as a Black community, as, you know, in relationships for a long time. And uh, I really believe that, you know, 
we talk about it all the time, but it started way back when, you know, uh, coming over here, the divisiveness of, you know, the Africans that came. Uh, there was always this, you know, house versus field. There was always this uh, team light skin versus team dark skin, you know, and over the years, you know, that has continued to show itself in so many different ways. Um, not only that, but it's really the breakdown of the Black community as well, uh, where a lot of women felt like they had to step up. You know, we had attacks on our, our families and things like that. A lot of our men are out of the home. And so um, there's always this seemingly competition, you know, to get the best of the best of whatever's out there. And so when we have these conversations, we talk about, um, you know, team light skin, team dark skin. We talk about who deserves, I hear a lot of this, and even in relationships, who deserves who based on the way that they look, the way that they carry themselves, and possibly what they have. So there are so many layers to the divide in the African-American community and to our relationships and how we, how we um, you know, relate to each other. It goes so, so, so deep. And there's so many things that we can talk about. But we have to recognize that this has been going on for centuries mm. um, in our communities. Our communities look different now than they did way back in the day. But it started way back when. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you. I, I didn't really think about that perspective until you just dropped that going back to the slavery days and whatnot. So I really appreciate you saying that. Um, but I, I was listening to something more recent. Uh, I, I don't know who the lady was, but she was on the Phil Donahue show not too long ago. Well, not I mean, not too long ago, but a long time ago. When yeah, yeah, uh, you mean dead? I don't know. Yeah. So she was on there talking about how it started was through the feminist movement. And um, I'm, not, I'm not really trying to make this a race thing, but it was talking about how black women joined the white women to in the beginning of this feminist movement for the white women to fight with their their white white men back at that time. And that's what started the divide, in her opinion. You know what I'm saying? She said that black women got involved in the fight that had nothing to do with them. And then at the end of it, white women went back to their families and our families was broken ever since then. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to know y'all ladies thoughts on what she said there. You know what I mean? Cause I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, cause from my point of view, you know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff does come from the feminist movement, the wider divide is there. Now I do recognize that the feminist movement, it was needed and still needed, you know what I'm saying? But I do believe that it does play a role in why we have the divide today. Hmm. But I was, look, let me jump back in then. I think that that's part of it, you know, but I don't think that that is the ultimate reason for the divide. Again, we have had situation after situation in the black community where there has been an attack on our, our folks, you know, men and women, but specifically our men. And that attack has taken them out of the homes. Women have had to become more independent, you know, not necessarily by desire, but out of necessity. Somebody had to stay back and take care of the kids, you know, feminist movement or whatever of the 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, whatever they want, you want to say what part you're talking about. But there was so much more going on um, before that time. And then we roll into all of that stuff. And then we talk about, you know, the the um, the uh, war on drugs. We talk about these pipeline of prisons. We talk about all of these other things. And then again, going back to the field days, it's still that. Who's light skin? Who's dark skin? Who deserves it? Who doesn't? 
you know what? I, I think I think this, and especially to both of your points, uh, you, you you hit some great points. However, we're in a place now today, consciously, to know that we don't have to um, continue a certain way of thought. Now, I believe currently, not necessarily what started it, but what's currently keeping it going is what we're buying into with the social media, right? Politics and things of that nature. And so now it becomes more of a status thing. I am a powerful woman because I can do A, B, C, and D without a man. You get what I mean? And there's movies perpetuating this. There's uh, commercials perpetuating perpetuating this. There are different things that's highlight, highlighting the first of things. You get what I mean? The first of. This is the first time a vice president. Okay, no, no doubt. We celebrate that. You get what I mean? But it's not the only way. You, you see what I'm saying? So the way it happened in the past, I don't think it's one particular thing but it is still being perpetuated and we conscious adults are still buying into the bullshit that's what i think you know what i'm saying cc i see you up there what you thinking hold on all right i i don't disagree with any of your points um i do think the absence of men in in the home um uh, created a certain sense of trauma and what you're seeing today is, is the play out of that trauma in many different ways. It's important for um, each sex to understand what the other brings to the table, but we, we're living from you know the father being absent and the mother having to go to work and be independent. And so she has to tell herself these things to boost, you know, to boost herself up as she continues to go out there in many cases to fill the role of both men and women. And sometimes when the men come back around, uh, we as women don't know how to, um, you know, to, to step back into that place of not submissiveness, but cohesiveness with that man, because we've been doing it for so long. Mm. And our men, our men sometimes are, are struggling um, with their own identities, right? They're, they're beaten down in the community. They're stripped of their pride. Um, they're stripped of so many things in their manhood um, through the prison systems and, and other things. And so when they come back to with a woman after being incarcerated for so long or, you know, getting a job that they, they feel is beneath their worth for whatever reason, um, they act out in other ways. And so there's a constant battle that's caused by that trauma that we're living from. You know what? Hold on. You already deserve a <laughs> thing right on. Hey, but look, no, no, that that's hot. And you know, you hit on something that's real, real, really real. And, and that's a far, as far as that trauma. And we're going to talk about that when it comes down to those gender roles in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all are tuning in, first time tuning in, how y'all doing? Make sure you share this, right? Because we are talking about men women the battle of the beasts but also how do we bridge that gap and then we're going to go into what gender roles are and what they should be because hey sometimes i get tired of taking out the garbage right on but we will be right back as a financial literacy coach and credit repair specialist tracy brown teaches people the importance of personal finance and help them identify and dispute negative items in their credit reports her services allow individuals to leverage the Fair Credit Report Act to improve their overall credit score and credit history to position themselves for home ownership, lower interest rates, entrepreneurship, and general wealth. Give Tracy Brown a call at 618-560-3687. One more time, 618-560-3687. All right, y'all. Hey, welcome back to the Lions Den. We have the ladies of the lair in the building. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yes, Jeff, yes. can you hear me? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you, brother. I can't hey, I'm going to chime in real quick on this as well, man. No, no, go and, ahead. And I'll bring it to something more recent, right? The rise of the independent woman. You know, when that, that whole era was, you know, early 2000, whatever it was, uh, whether it's through music, media, whatever it is. Uh, once once that wave came or it hit, it's, it was almost like the, the, the notion was that a, a, a woman don't need a man. She can do everything for herself. So what good is a man? Like, what is what is his value? What is he bringing to the table? And if he ain't on my level, then I don't need him. And now we talk about this divisiveness. You still see it today. It's like the first thing you, you, you hear about when you, you, when you talk about man and woman is to me, and this is just my opinion, it's about income. What do you do? What, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your occupation? Oh, you ain't on my level. No, nah, we can't be. And then you shutting down a good man or a good woman based off this notion that they're not even on your level. Like, what is the level? What is the level? What are we talking about? That's tough, though, man. I had a girl, Captain D's, try to get at me, man. I can't go back this way. I'm serious, man. I'm like, I cannot go back this way. You know what I mean? I, have, I, have, I, have, I got my spikes ready. You know what I mean? I got to hop in that point real quick. Um, I think that um, while there is not necessarily a need for the other gender, it could be a want. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with having a standard. I do feel like social media and television has perpetuated certain stereotypes of, you know, what a woman has to have and what a man has to have. But in my in my mind, do you want someone that needs you or do you want someone that wants you? I don't need a man, you know. I do not need a man. I can literally have a kid. I can raise a kid. I can buy a house. I can buy a car. I can do whatever I need, but I want them from time to time. So it's not about necessarily needing. So I think it's important to understand because women are no longer necessarily just staying at home. They're working. They're bringing home the bacon, frying it in the pan and putting it on the plate. So men and women have to come with it. And I think sometimes that might intimidate some men and maybe some women as well. So you're right. that goes into to what I wanted to bring up is the other other quote unquote racist of, of folks. Do they have these conversations? Because I never really hear like, you know, uh, for those that don't know, I'm half Asian. You know what I mean? I never really hear Asian people celebrate not needing to have a man and they can do it on their own or anything like that. I don't see Mexican people do it either. You know what I mean? I don't see really anybody else really doing that except for the black community saying that they don't need a man and and it's celebrated you know what i mean i understand what you're saying crystal you know what i'm saying it, it is important that everybody to be strong but for some reason we feel like we can't be strong together you, you know, know what? I, I, be strong got to be a part i think i think the reason why oh i'm sorry uh crystal look I, and i'll just touch on it real quick the reason why i believe it's that way is because i don't know if anybody noticed or not but we are the most marketable so if someone can tell us what is going to make us money, then we are going to make a song about uh, all my single ladies, independent ladies, for whoever, you get what I'm saying? We are the most marketable. So we are the community that's going to, going to be used to highlight it. Think about the divide, though. You know what I'm saying? Also, it also says that it's easier to, to stay over people if you, if you have them divided. You know what I mean? We controlled by the media, period. Yeah. So there's another reason why the media does that. You know what I mean? Because if you promote that in the black community, that black black men and black women are at odds. You know what I'm saying? Then they're divided. Easier, right. easier to have a foothold. Go ahead, go ahead, CC. So going back to some of the things that Camille started out with, uh, just going back to the times of slavery, and so um, 
for a long time, the narrative has been that our men are not valuable. And again, you know, adding to the fact of the incarceration and, and the limited opportunities and whatever, all those things together, along with the trauma, when the men come back to the table and they don't know themselves and know how to operate as a man should or what we expect a man to, we feel that they're bringing limited. And we've gotten so used to doing all the things, like Crystal says, buying the bacon, cooking the bacon, feeding the kids by ourselves. Now we feel like, well, why are you here? And it goes back to what they told us before. You don't need this man. This man is no good for you. you know and we what? start to believe that. And we need to educate ourselves to understand the difference between entertainment and reality. Yeah, because what's perpetuated on TV to tell us about black women and who we are and black men and who they should be or who they are is absolutely incorrect. And I would like to close with, mm -hmm. I need a man. Thank you. I do want to talk. Sorry, Steph, I'm going to hop yeah. in real quick. So um, I, I think about uh, Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of different needs, of things that people need. People need, you know, they need sustenance. They need um, socialization. They need community. They need this, so forth and so on. Some people might need a man or they might need a woman, but I don't think we should demonize those that, that, that don't necessarily feel like they need somebody. I'm coming out of a relationship, a long-term relationship. And, you know, uh, some individuals that do that might not necessarily feel like that they need someone for survival. They might want somebody, but they may not necessarily need them. I know plenty of women that, uh, have, that are mentors of mine who stayed single, you know, who've been single and they're happy and they're fine. And so I don't, I think that word need um, oh, yeah. is, is, is the word. Yeah. Like different. And, and I'm going to get you. I, I see you. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to clean it up. I'm not trying to clean it up. I still stand by what I said. Look, I do want to say something too, to CeCe's point, you know, we have to be very, very careful as far as what individuals tell us because we're be we will be deemed to, um, believe it to be fact right because when back in the day when individuals are telling women hey your man is invaluable look they knew how valuable we were right because we were valuable enough to make money you understand it's a difference between telling a person their value and that person on their worth so i believe what we need to do as far as the healing process is being okay with getting counseling with that trauma, there is some deep-rooted issues going on, but we can't, and I've, I've said this before, we can't go somewhere to, if we got a flat tire, but we're going somewhere to get, you know, that, that, that fix roofs. You dig what I'm saying? If your mind ain't right, you need to go to a place to get your mind together so you can help build that community. But that's what I believe is going on. Camille, what you got? I was going to say, um, you know, speaking on that, I'm not I'm not that I'm the opposite woman. It's not that I don't need a man. Um, and I think that that word need, uh, we misuse it a lot of times. Um, I don't need a man to take out the trash. I can do that myself. Yes, I don't need a man to wash my car. I don't need a man for certain things. However, there is a balance that a man brings that a woman absolutely needs, that the family unit absolutely needs. I mean, there's so many, you know, studies out there about um, healthy relationships and how that translates into healthy lives and happier lives. And so I don't need temporarily, you know, I, going through relationships and stuff. People need time to heal. 
you need time to heal and you have to understand who you are, what you bring to the table. But man, when a man, a good man and a good woman get to together, they're a force to be reckoned with. And I think that that's the part that we're missing. We we talk about all of the physical things or the little material things that a man can bring or do or whatever. But when you get those two minds and people know what their roles are, we'll talk about gender roles. But, you know, of that that head and that support and making that family unit work, there are so many benefits for not just those two individuals, but the family and the community. And so while I am an independent woman, I can bring home the bacon. I do bring home the bacon. I do take care of my children. I don't forget that I do have a need for the opposite sex. You have to have that balance. And we're out of balance. And that's part of the problem. Absolutely. Go ahead, Cece. So and going to Camille's point, too, I think the balance, um, a lot of times we say we need a man or don't need a man. We focus a lot on relationships as far as intimate relationships. You can be single and still need the balance from that man for a different perspective to, you know, enlarging your 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 thought process and conversation, because we know that men and women both think differently and see things differently. And so if you're asking your girlfriends all the time, more than likely you're looking in the mirror and you need a guy's perspective a lot of times for the conversation for you to understand uh, things differently. So I, I want to say to um, just I know we have an audience of diverse individuals and some individuals, some women might not want a man at all. So maybe they don't want a man and they don't want to they don't necessarily want that perspective. So I would look into maybe we need socialization, perhaps. Um, but I definitely understand my sister's points as far as wanting a particular balance, um, whether, you know, whoever it's with, whoever that person's mate is, or, you know, whoever yeah. they're with, their partner. And, so. and you know what? I, I was told, I was told yeah. once that I can drive, I can drive a car with my feet if I have to, don't mean I should be doing that. You know what I mean? When they, when they was You talking, can't drive no car with your feet. Yeah, I can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I got the stomach in the way, but back in the day I could, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know don't mean you should. No, 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 no. That's huge. That's huge. Hey, but look, I want to take a real quick second to shout out to everybody that's tuning in. I love this conversation. It is most definitely needed. Big Nate, what's going on? Hey, y'all, if y'all didn't know, Nate was in the original, original den, right? And with the, you know, with occupation, everything moving us around, he isn't uh, with us right now, but he's still always here in heart. And so before we go into our break, I want y'all to think about something. I want y'all to really think about something when we're talking about gender roles. Like, is it the fact that a man or a woman is supposed to do set things or are you not capable of doing them yourselves? You get what I'm saying? I mean, we, we, we have to we have to understand what a marriage actually to uh, to Chief Slay's point, what a marriage is about truly or a relationship and if you don't want to be in a relationship what is having a friend or companion truly about you don't need nobody you just want them you get what i'm saying that's just a little bit just to think on but we're going to take a a break and uh y'all get ready it's going to be good real good okay get y'all um questions ready make sure y'all sharing this and sharing this this is some good stuff we got the lion's den and the lair in the same building oh my goodness all right but look we'll be right back monique slater is a top negotiating award-winning real estate agent in san antonio texas her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through home ownership 
while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent, southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. All right, everybody, look, welcome back. Welcome back to Lions Den. We getting this ball rolling back with the layer. Hey, we about to get it in with these gender roles. Who is supposed to cook and take out the trash? Larry, tell me, man, who, who's supposed to do it? <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, speaking on gender roles and identity, uh, if you if you go back to our grandparents, great-grandparents, there, there was these established roles, right? And, and to me, it seemed like it's just been passed down and passed down. But if you look at where we're at in today's climate, in today's society, is it the norm still? Is the standard still the woman cooks clean, take care of the children, and then the men pay all the bills? Well, not all the bills, but they handle the finances, repair the cars, wash the cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because I'll tell you, for me personally speaking, I'm the type of person I enjoy washing clothes. I enjoy folding clothes. You know, I kind of do that kind of stuff while I'm watching my favorite TV show. So I can, I don't want to say multitask, but I'm like doing these things while I'm doing something else. And we're all still sitting around, you know, in, as a family environment. But those aren't roles that I, when I came into the marriage, that I expected that's something my wife does. If she does it, she does it. But I'm the type of person I like to get things done. Like my Sundays is getting stuff done, get, getting ready for the week. And so I do these things. But I just want to know, is this still a thing? Is that is it stereotypes? Is it standard? What is it? And and do y'all still yeah. think it's applicable to today? I'm gonna pass this to CC. But I, I will say I believe shit. Know what you're good at. You know what I'm saying? Like right. not everybody's good at doing certain things. Right. Like don't give me nobody budget. Look, I, I, don't do it. You understand? But what you think, CC? Hey, I, I agree with Larry, and I think it's what works for that particular household, right? Uh, the gender roles that's been passed down to us from our parents and our grandparents, we're no longer living in that age. 
Um, you know, my my grandfather, you know, went out to work and my grandma was a homemaker. Um, but if I have to go out now and work 50 hours a week, you know, just as well as the man's working 50 hours a week, there's no way I can come home and, and, and raise kids and be responsible for all the, the chores or whatever that a, a stay at home mother would normally do. Um, so I think that's outdated. But I also think if you want to discuss that with your partner and figure out what works for you in your household, it's it's OK. Look at him. Look at him. Hey, so all, all I'm just saying, I mean, gender roles might be outdated in this old school. Right. But. For some reason, I mean, that only came to the women's part of the gender roles. For the men's part of the gender roles, it's still there. You know what I'm saying? If it's grass cutting wait, time, wait, 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 wait. Speak on it, her. I'm just this saying, if it's grass cutting time, this is, if it's time to kill a spider, you know what I'm saying? If it's if it's time to take out the trash, if it's time to weed eat or do some painting outside or something like that, who's going to do that? If there's a man and a woman in the house, you yeah. know. What I mean? And then check this out. Then, then you're going to be considered a lame if you in the house and you and your wife is cutting but, your ass. But let me tell you real quick. See, see, my 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 lady lives with me. My my fiance she lives with me. She mm -hmm. tricked me. She tricked me a little bit. I, I posted about it on my Facebook page about washing dishes. Right? She knows I'm competitive. You know what I mean? So she she made up this contest to where and well let, let's get a sticky sheet and see who who does the dishes the most in the house. Next thing you know, I'm starting to win. You know what I mean? I'm winning the, the I'm winning the race. Maybe pulling ahead now. I'm like, oh, you oh, okay? Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Folding line, doing laundry, folding line. I'm doing all that. I'm like, okay, so gender roles is a thing of a past when it comes to the women's stuff, but men's stuff is still a damn responsibility. Mm. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, I'll throw this out there real quick. My neighbor is a is a, is a is, you know it's a married couple, older couple, retired Air Force, but the female cuts the grass every Saturday faithfully and she got a husband walking able but she i guess she's obsessed with the grass so i will say i'm living it i see it every day around here there are women out here cutting grass with lawnmowers brother and you know what look no with that being said too i was saying that in jest but i really do believe we worried about what other people think yep for real like we really uh, we really worry about that because whatever happened with you and your your your, your mamas and your great grandmamas or whatever, look, it's technology now. You get what I'm saying? Everything else has changed. So the way that you run your household and who does what is really your business. Now, if you go around and you complaining to somebody, man, I can't stand. My wife don't let me do this. You, you need to be checked. You get what I'm saying? First of all, by having that conversation in public, fool. But other than that, it's nobody's business. Come here, what you think? I was going to say, I'm I'm more of a the old-time traditionalist, okay? I, I like to cook. I like to clean. I like to take care of. I'm a nurturer by nature, you know, and I know that there are men who are nurturers, even though their nature, the nature of a man is really not necessarily a nurturer you know what i mean but i'm just saying that there are some men that are very very nurturing and mm -hmm. um for me i don't like taking out trash if there is a man in my house i don't like cutting grass but i do know how because too i feel like they need a break too so i know how to call the guy, the long guy and come and give him a break every now and then as well you know i may not get out there i've tried it and i figured out what i like and what i don't like and i'm very you know adamant about that but the other thing is that like some of the other people were saying, you have to do what works for your household. Here's the other thing, though. For me, I need a mate who knows how to take care of the house. Because with my job, I often had to leave. I had to go TDY. I need to know that you can take care of the kids and wash the clothes and, you know, wash the dishes and do all of the things that I do when I'm not there. 
I can also do those things, cut grass and everything, or I'm very resourceful and I know how to go and get it. You know, so it was, it was important for me that even though I'm traditional in that I always say, I take care of the inside of the house, you take care of the outside of the house, that we both know how to do those things should one not be present. So yeah. that's that's how I operate. Like, I just can't have no dude that just can't do nothing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. You need to be able to take care of yourself, at least. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No, that makes so. sense. That makes sense. Crystal, what you think? I think a lot of times um, we, as we are coming up, um, we teach our daughters and our sons to be able to be self-sustaining. So because we teach them to be self-sustaining, then they're able to take care of different things in the household, regardless of what it is. So I definitely agree with what everybody was saying. I think that's between that person's household, but I know how to change oil. I know how to change a tire. I don't like doing the grass, but I know how to do it. Um, I know how to do dishes. I don't know how to cook. Shout out to Camille. She's going to teach you when I go visit her. Um, but I can order from DoorDash. No, I'm joking. Um, but there's certainly, but I think it should be what is comfortable in that person's household. But like my daughter will know how to do things independent. And then when she decides to get into a relationship, if that's her desire, then she will, you know, um, either split it or, or, you know, whatever she feels like. But I will say the one thing that I need a person for is to kill spiders. So her, you were right on that. I will go oh ask goodness. the to kill the spider. So. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, CC, check it out. We got this question by uh, my man's, my cousin, James. So go ahead. What you think about this? If, can you see it? Oh, I'm seeing it now. Uh, wait a second. I need a second to read the. All right. For those of you that's listening on the podcast right now, the question says a question for the ladies. If you uh, if your man slash husband puts you in a position financially to where you don't have to ever work again, are you willing to implement the old school gender roles of cooking, cleaning, washing clothes, etc.? Not meant to control you or hold that over your head, but it's just what he wants to uh, bless his woman. Mm. Yeah. So uh, to that to that question, yes, I would absolutely. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. To that question, I would absolutely be willing to do that. But my question to that gentleman is, if I were in a position to do the same, would you be OK with doing that? And that's where it comes with working for your household, because as a woman, I have the potential to earn as much, if not more than you. So the Seth's point earlier uh, that said, uh, or someone's point earlier that said, it seems like the gender role only applies to women because men are still doing the same things. Actually, you're not, because I'm still going to work 40 and 50 and 60 hours a week just as much as you. So I don't think you're doing the same thing that my grandparents did growing up. Can I get a bell? Is that yeah, yeah, look, 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 you, look, hey, you only get a, uh, a certain one for the day. But no, no, that's a good point. That's good that point. is a good point. I respect that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But but and I, I get what you're saying with that. But since we're both working, you know, what I'm saying, why is it that the women's gender role went away and the men's stayed the same? That's my but question. It, but it didn't because you're not paying all the bills. Yeah. That's but the, the, that's the, the, when, it come, when it comes to the households, household chores and responsibilities. So Camille, Camille's gonna cook. I can 100% kill crystal spiders, and she can change my oil. And together we can. Look, I'm gonna tell you one thing. It's certain. I don't care how much money you make, how many spiders you can stump. It's certain things a woman can't do. You dig? Well, hey, Larry, what you got? What you got, Larry? What you got, Larry? 
Hey, well, hey, so, that's hey, another hey, show so, topic. Check out the lioness's lair. That's how we getting it. Yeah, we gonna keep it real. So, but go so, ahead, Mary. Go ahead. So to add input into that question he asked, man, and I know we shared it in our group text about something the game put out about taking yeah. care of a woman. All right. right. You got to be careful when you do that. If you give someone, man or a woman, that much power over you, right? Let's say I'm an NBA basketball player. I'm just going to use this example. And I'm married to this woman, and we've been together 10 years. And in those 10 years, all she did was cook, clean, and take care of the household. And then that 10th year, we decided to split. What the, What do I leave her with other than she might get some, uh, money from divorce? But I'm, I'm talking about besides that. In those 10 years, I feel like I'm limiting what she could do and limiting her capabilities because I just want her to stay at home and take care of the home. And, and to each his own, if that works for you, but I've always been the person that, hey, two incomes is better than one, even if it's just for you to get your own career going and your own lane established so you don't feel like you have to follow up on the, the entire relationship. That makes sense. And so I want to ask this to y'all to that point. <clears throat> don't you think that it is good instead of trying to find a person with potential, you find a person that's already where you want them to be or where they already are. Because if, to Larry's point, if you do take care of a person financially and then something falls off, you're enabling, but they also became comfortable with it. You see what I'm saying? So there's a certain level of drive that needs to be already inside of that relationship. Do you ladies agree with that? What can I say to, oh, go ahead, Carrie. So I just want to touch on something real quick, and and I and I don't one hundred percent disagree with Larry there, but um, again, something has been told to us along the way that has changed the narrative. Because my grandmother was married to my granddaddy for forty something years; she's never worked, and he was the homemaker. And I don't think she ever was worried about that. No, I don't think he would ever do that. No, I think now we're almost planning for relationships to end. That's almost become the norm versus relationships being sustained and staying with one wife and building a team and a partnership together. I don't think because you're home and a homemaker that makes you less valuable. But to your point in 2021, I would rather you stay at home and me go to work because you're not leaving me holding the bag. But, yes. but it's too many examples of divorces nowadays though so that's the reason and then if and if somebody's taking care of you and carrying you the whole time you never develop the skill when yeah. you get divorced you know what i'm saying when you get divorced you don't know how to do nothing you don't even know how to function in the world and so now you left trying to take care of yourself and probably some kids and don't even know how to work a job or pay taxes or do nothing you know what i mean so i think that puts somebody at disadvantage I got to give a shout out to Kiona. She said, I am not here for potential. I need to be satisfied with my mate as is and not the potential of who he could be. And I, and I, I think I, I agree with that. I am also not here for potential. Maybe if I was 19, 20, I'd be here for potential, but I need a car that's already, I know it's going to start, you know, I don't need to check the hood no more. I needed to go. So um, potential would have been cool back in the day, but I'm going to need that engine to go immediately. That's my thought. Let, yeah. let me jump in here real quick. Two things. One, I uh, I don't just in terms of somebody taking care of me, um, I like to work. So I'm one of those people that I like to do something. I am not satisfied sitting at home taking care of kids all day. That's just not who I am. So for someone, and I did have someone um you know, that I was in, in a relationship with who was like, well, all you have to do. And it wasn't like controlling, like your money is your money, but it was still every time something happened, oh, I'll just buy you a purse to shut you up. I'll just buy you this to shut you up. And I'm like, 
this is not how this works. <laughs> you know, this is not, I still have a voice. That was your choice to say that you don't have to do these things. But that doesn't mean that you have the ability to just say whatever you want to not do because you think you could just throw money at everything. It's not how it works. Second thing is I married um, a person who uh, some would say had potential or whatever the case may be. Uh, again, another one of those things that um, I think that we use very loosely. You know, every person has certain potential. You need that mate that knows how to pull out of you and drive. You may already be here, but you can already, you can go here. You know what I mean? That push that you have with the right person. And there are some people who weren't afforded. Now, I'm not talking about going to get no bum. I've done, done that. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've done that and I've had to take care of folks and everything like that. But there's something about, you know, everybody has more potential than what you see. And so that coming together is really, you know, how do I make you the best version of yourself or how can I contribute to that? Because ultimately it contributes to our household, you know, and the same thing for me. And, and we know that life happens at any time that high earning person can lose everything in a drop of a dime. Do you discard them just because you no longer make that or whatever? And now, you know, you lost the potential to earn the way that you did. Or do we say, you know what, let's figure out what else we can do together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that that we forget about that. Life happens and people lose everything on the drop of a dime. Absolutely. Does that make right. them a bum? No, they have potential to continue to earn. They just need the right support behind yeah. them. That's so true. I think we need to keep that in perspective, too, yeah, you know, true. when we talk about these things. Yeah, that's true. But look, hey, not, hey listen, we're not every everybody's mission if that makes sense no right? i'm not so, saying that but... no i get you so but what we're going to do is though yeah we're going to transition to something that's very very touchy right now especially if you have been uh not living under a rock you have two different thought processes in the world right now and uh i'm gonna let Herm tee this on up so my, this i'm going straight to the ladies with this one because it seems like these relationship gurus is always really targeting women you know what i mean i don't know if men are really in the masses of really asking these guys anything but we got two people that we want to talk about a little bit and i want your opinion on both of them we have dexter jackson and we have kevin samuels you know what i'm saying so i just want to ask y'all what y'all think about them and you know we're gonna interject what we think about them you know what i'm saying right after that so you know uh, crystal start with you what you think about those two individuals okay um so not much <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think um, Kevin Samuel is um, playing up as a relationship guru with facts. I think he mixes a little bit of knowledge in with a little bit of entertainment. Um, I'm not really, I mean, I don't, I don't really prescribe to any of his notions, but um, and he of what a woman oh sorry am i back yeah you're back go ahead okay he creates this perfect let me hurry up he creates a perfect picture of what a woman would want and then he adds third person and then talks to them about it so those are my opinions i don't none of them would get christmas cards for me that's that's my opinion <laughs> cc what you think sorry um so, uh, first of all, what are their names again? Clowns. 
Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, you got to take it for what it is. It's entertainment. You know what I mean? Like some, some of the points they make are good, but a lot of times they're considering one side of the conversation. You take the good with the bad. You, you take what from it, what you want, put in your toolbox and you remove the rest. But I don't really follow either of the two clowns. So I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that, you know, both of them have, if, if applied, <laughs> you know, it's good if applied, you know, but it, it's hard taking it from a hypocrite too, you know? Um, so, but again, there are a lot of people that can teach you things that may not be living a certain thing, whether they teach you from lived experience, you know, this is what I went through. Don't do this, or this is what I'm doing Don't or do this. You know what I mean? Either way, I think that there's some good and bad, but when you take one person's opinion and you treat that as gospel, and that's how you live your life to every, you're setting yourself up for big time failure. You know what I mean? You can't, you need to have well-rounded uh, perspectives. You know, you have to talk about, um, this woman, what you're worth, but also, you know, what you may be doing and things that we have, we have to be honest with ourselves about ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. So you can't just take one person's side of everything and feel like if I do everything like this, that's not how it works because then you're also dealing with somebody else who has a whole different opinion too. So, you know, those two guys that, like Cece said, it's entertainment. People mm -hmm. do things to make money. You take the good, leave the bad, and you understand that they are fallible. They are human. Mm -hmm. And um, if you try to go by everything, you you gonna fall hard. That's true. So, so here's my question to y'all. I'm I'm gonna leave it on Dexter Jackson right now. Dexter. I believe Derek. Derek, Derek. Derek Jackson, whatever that clown's name is. <laughs> wait, wait. I believe Derek Jackson catered to he what catered to he focused on what would be viewed as a broken woman. You know what I'm saying? That has uh that is very in a vulnerable state. You know what I'm saying? That needs to hear. A whole bunch of affirmations from somebody and i believe that like uh anissa, anissa said that he prayed on those women you know those, those women's he prayed he prayed on those women and that's how he came got his rise to fame you know what i mean what i believe is when you have a because you we talked about it earlier he does have a lot of truth in what he's saying but the problem with half truth is you have no balance you know what i'm saying and i remember i wanted to bring out a little bit of our pre-show into here and um, give y'all opinion about how I view him. And do you think I'm off target, on target? Why or why not? Hmm. So I don't, I, I, I think you're on target, right? Because it is half truth. But, um, and, and to, to your point, and to Nissa's point, yes, he is preying on broken women. Um, but let's not act like this hasn't been happening throughout society for a long time. Preachers pray on, you know, people who are struggling and tell them to pray. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> Let's marinate for a minute because, see, I don't think you or anybody else in the pride is ready to touch on this now. Now, I want to make sure you're ready. I'm just this. saying. Hey, hey, the, 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 the truth is there. The truth <laughs> yes. is there, and, and it is 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 real. You couldn't wait for somebody to say that. This <laughs> <laughs> is me, right? I, look, 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 y'all, y'all know my heart. Don't blame nothing else, but you know what I'm saying. But she's saying something that is so key. We have been doing this in our own community forever. Now, however, with that being said, what? resonates with you and then when you realize that it's out of line are you demonizing the narrative or the person but go ahead i want you to continue that though cc 
So I, I forgot my my thought now, but I do think in this in this uh, instance with Derrick Jackson, we've demonized the person, forgetting that he is he's human just as well. You know, I've seen all kind of preachers do all kinds of things that the Bible doesn't say, but we don't stop going to church. You know, you stop listening to that person. That doesn't even mean the message isn't necessarily good. Um, so, like I said, I, I think it's entertainment. You take it for what it is. You take the good and you throw away the rest. And to um, to Herm's point, it is half truth. Um, and I do understand that, but it's, it's in context. You have to take it in context and add something else to the conversation before you make a decision based off just that. Okay. So now let's, now let's touch on, um, Kevin Samuels, <laughs> right? Now we, we just got on the, the, the other cat. Now we're going to talk about Kevin Samuels <clears throat> and I listened to him and it's it, just entertainment. I understand. Now he speak to women and men. That's another thing. He speaks to women and men and he helps them. I believe, based off of his um, his background, as far as being an uh, an, an image consultant, it explain to people what they need to do based off of the people that they say they want, and essentially ask ask them, "Hey, would you want to date you?" For example, just because I'm a nice looking woman and you know I, I have my associate's degree and and whatever, let's say I got my little nursing's degree, but I look good, you did. But I want a man that's six foot three, that's making you know uh, four hundred thousand dollars a year, look good, and I want him to cater to me. I believe, and this is my opinion, he helps those individuals not to be so delusional. You know what I'm saying now. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm on market, because no matter who says it, that's still the truth. Like, really? What's Let me just say this. Let me just say this, okay? Um, as delusional as it may sound or those that he wants to give that, it happens every day. We have stars that go into bars and pick up regular average looking, you know, bartenders and turn them into, what do we say about them? You know, we have people that you met them at the dog park and you'd be like, how did he get her? Or I mean, we hear it, we see it all over social media. So he acts as if it's not a, a thing that actually happens. And so when he says things like that, you know, there's this, there's this law too, you know, just because I may not be a high earner, doesn't mean that I don't deserve someone who treats me well or who has that it doesn't put them off the table completely no it don't put it's, them off the but table but, but, but what they do is what they do is they call him well they you know they do saying? that's they that's do. problem number one okay <laughs> they say hey Kevin I heard you say wait first of all they say uh he says well how do you view yourself on a scale of one to ten they start off saying they a dime and he says, okay, are you sure? And they start saying, well, yeah, well, you know, in, in God's eye, come on now, listen, what are you doing? I get that. I get that. There's a way that you can say things. He he doesn't, he's not, you know, you can be honest with somebody without being hurtful. You know what I'm saying? And he uses that platform. I know you're looking crazy, but he uses that platform, you know, as a way to draw in people because again, it's entertainment, but these are also mm -hmm. people's lives and their self-esteem and things like that as well. And if they feel like that, then there's a way you can tell them, well, here's some things you can improve on without being like, well, you a five, you know, you don't really look that good. I'm looking at your picture and, uh, you know, you might want to get a three because that's about where you at. That's just rude. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, it, it ain't like Kevin Samuels is a 10. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, he said that he, he said he says he's not, but he understands where he as is as a man. And I think honestly, when it comes down to all of us, men or women, you have to understand who you are 
and ask yourself, would you even want you? Yeah, but who? I who, agree with that. Who, who in the hell is he to tell anybody how they look, though? You know what exactly. I mean? That, that's my problem. And I'm not. There, people call him. There, there's some things that I do agree with what he says. You know what I'm saying? I do like his balance, but then there's some things that be all. It just be too too much. It's yes. like he'll tell he'll tell a single mother. Oh, why, why are you waiting to have sex? You might well just give it away. You know what I'm saying? You're already a single mother. Like, they life is just completely doomed. And you know what I'm saying? They're right. they relegated to just having sex the first day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, just like with Der Derek Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Again, there's some things that he says is true, but it's some things that are so damning and damaging. It's like, man, you know what I'm saying? You, you are going to do more damage than good when you actually do have good things to say. Yeah. You, you do that stuff for shock value, you know what I'm saying? So people to come watch you and listen to you because nobody, if you if you just tell the right stuff, you know what I mean, and leave nothing for controversy, nobody's going to come watch them. But well, tell women that they're too fat, you know what I'm saying? They they too too dark, they're too short. You know, he told a woman that he was she was the size of Emmett Smith. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, not, you know what I mean? Like for me, for me, when you do that type stuff, you're doing it for shock value and to get people to listen. No, I get you. You have no idea who that that lady is and what they really can and where they at mentally. But hold on, we yeah. got Larry. Go ahead, Larry. What you got, brother? Yeah, I mean, outside of it being entertainment, and it definitely is because, like y'all said, they need the shock waves, they need the volume of views to, to really make them who they are. Um, some of it is good, some of it is bad. I don't really watch either one, so I don't have a real opinion on either of them. But just listening to the conversation, it goes back to something you mentioned, and that's just finding out who we are. All right, why are we seeking advice from somebody else who's no different than me or you? He put his pants on one leg at a time, just how I do. So, how is he to tell me what I have value, man or woman? Is like, learn yourself, learn who you are, and then a lot of this comes from us just not having a culture. So without a culture, we don't know who the hell we are anyway. And so social media, whatever it was at the time, whatever it is at the time, it's, it's, it's telling us who we should be and who we should be with and how we think. And, and it really should go back to your self-educating, your self-awareness, building your own damn self-confidence and stop seeking it from other people. That goes back to the yes. divide in our community yes. as well. Yeah, because we're telling each other what we're not, what we're worthy of. You know, you don't deserve these men. You don't deserve these women. You're not this. And we're still pitting each other against each other just by that. You know, there's that damaging, like when he told that uh, that single mother, 13 year old, where she said, well, I make six six figures or whatever. I got a job. And he was like, well, uh, don't nobody want no, no uh, high value man want a single woman with a 13 year old boy like you'll never find that seriously like she's out here busting her butt earning she's taking care of this young man looking for another mate to help supplement that give him what he needs and you're going to tell her she's not worth nothing she don't deserve that she just working and that's how she gets hers and so that that divides our community again you know we're talking telling what you deserve or don't deserve based on your experience that may or may not been your fault. You know, he, we don't even know if the boy's father could have passed away. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Or whatever the case is. And then it's this, you don't look this way. And everybody going to look with this, look, oh, she do look like a five. We're just constantly well, putting each other against each other. It is. It's superficial. But no, go ahead, uh, Karen. It's more than that. Yeah, I 100% I agree with, with Camille. Actually, I agree, agree with all the points. But our first problem here is we need to stop seeking validation from these people. They're just regular people like us. They just happen to either have had an opportunity earlier or whatever the case is. We're seeking our validation um, 
from social media because we don't know who we are as a people. We've lost our own identity. And as long as you continue to do that, the difference between Kevin Samuels and Derek Jackson is the fact that a lot of these women are reaching out to him. So when you reach out to him in your own state of brokenness, you're looking for something, you're allowing him to prey on you. You're opening that door. Don't let, don't allow any human to do that to you. I don't care how much money he makes. No, you know, you're absolutely right. But you know what? You said something too that makes some sense. It's it's not even it, it it doesn't even start there, right? It starts way back, and that's how we started this show. The lack of understanding our self-worth. You get what I mean? And letting someone else that don't know you give you a uh evaluation on your value right so so it's it's a contradiction so but we fall into that just because we don't celebrate our own individuality so what we're looking at is i'm watching this individual or this organization or this group of people and their ice water looks colder than mine so i'm gonna do whatever i can to make what i have look or equate to that you see what i'm saying so we don't see value in ourselves but no this is this is outstanding well it goes back to the same you know old age crab in a bucket mentality right. and if you continue to think that way you will never get any further you're always going to be circling in that same spot because as soon as you've achieved what the next person next to you you've been competing with has there's going to be another person that comes up you're going to consistently be changing who you are and so the key to it all is to know yourself and celebrate who you are regardless of what that is i'm not saying don't grow and you know seek counsel and um you know turn to your peers or your friends or just you know to, to get a vector check but what i am saying is you should first be strong enough to understand that um every what everyone says is not necessarily fact and be okay with that be okay with who you are but it's I'm, also i'm gonna become a, a, re a relationship guru that's what mm -hmm. I'm gonna do. I, I, I know your ugly ass ain't calling me looking for no. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be my advice to everybody. You know what I'm saying? All the time. So Where? how about this? Let, let's let, let's move to. Um, we're gonna move into the re rebuilding process, and I would like to throw this out there. Do you think part of our rebuild will? Uh, do you think we should include a relocation? What I mean by that is where we are right now, as far as currently, right? Let's say we're all in the United States and I'm just throwing it out there, right? Just for, for conversation piece. But do you think the beginning of the rebuild should start somewhere else so we can have a fresh start without all of these unnecessary baggages, but we can help build each other? That can way. I say this? Can I, say yeah, I cut this? off Camille. I, yeah, I cut her off. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, and it, it kind of goes to this point. And, and it, excuse me for this cliche, but it's almost like, um, you know, you can take somebody out the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of that person. It's a mindset. And if you don't attack that part, it doesn't matter where, just like relationship. They're like, well, if I move from state to state, then maybe it'll get better. No, you carry it around the same mental baggage, no matter where you go. Location isn't as important, even though sometimes you do need a break from certain things just to be able to breathe. It's not as important as the mindset change within our community. And to the other point that I was going to talk about very, very quickly is 
we're talking about knowing your self-worth and you know your this self-esteem you can't tell nobody well when you have images of who people think you are these stereotypes that you're constantly battling on a day-to-day basis whether it's in the media whether it's on radio whether it's these gurus whether it's on print you know magazines or whatever that tells you that you're not something even those that have high self-esteem they question themselves sometimes and they go like dang Am I really that which I and then somebody comes and says, no, you're not, even though you've done all the things, you know, that does something to your self-esteem because you're constantly battling images about the black woman or the black man. And it Mm -hmm. becomes part of your psyche. And that's a hard thing because there are microaggressions that we deal with every single day. Fast forward to the move. Maybe a move is good, maybe not. But if you don't change the mindset, you'll never, no. never get anywhere. And that's the point. I was, since I wasn't done with the point, but I was saying we need to, we need to, con- we need to start with the rebuild and the re. You know, of course, it all starts with the mind, right? It all starts with the mind. But images and narratives matter. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So even if we do relocate, if the same things that's perpetuating the divide is there it's not going to change anything nor would it support the 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 bridge together but um yeah so look y'all with that being said uh wait hold on larry who, who said it best what'd you say larry kanye said it best man in that one song the people highest up have the lowest self-esteem mm. think about it yeah fancy it's car and i ain't knocking nobody that got money or any of that stuff but i'm saying if you go back and listen to Kanye's first two albums, man, I'm telling you, that dude was conscious and aware, and he really oh, gave you crazy. a different mind. Different well, well uh, we all yeah, know. I, I don't know about that. We all, well, we don't know. Well, <laughs> what? He, 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 he ain't lying to you. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, Crystal, what you got? How's your internet? We get it? We're getting it together? You know what I mean? <laughs> Herm put his, uh, he, he threw some bad juju this way. But no, no. I, de- <laughs> I definitely agree with all <laughs> I definitely agree with all the points. I'm just smiling and nodding, but I agree with all the sentiments of my brothers and sisters. Um, what everybody's saying, they're definitely speaking facts. So right speak, now, so so speak on the speak on the unity of us. Yes, definitely. So everybody was speaking on facts. And even though we might have differences in our opinions when it comes to needing a man, wanting a man, gender roles, uh, Samuel, clown or dare clownified, there's more that unites us than divides us as a people. So I think it's important for us to understand that. And we have to support one another. We have to love one another. It doesn't mean we have to marry or date somebody that looks like us, but it's important for us to know the struggles that are going on in our community as we're raising you know, black and brown children to know what's going on and make sure that we're supporting. So those mm. are definitely my thoughts on unity. How about how about for the day? Can I get a ding set? You know, I've been on here with this. I know you know okay. I want to give you so bad, but when I'm getting little bits, I'm gonna give it to you for effort. But yeah, I'm gonna give you one more because it's that good, right on. But uh, so no, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's dope. All I right. think it's real dope. Carrie, um, okay, now, what do you think about the unity and how to build? Because again, we've been having this conversation today as far as the beginning, where it is, who's perpetuating it, and what we're allowing into our psyche. But what do you think the overarching goal is and should be to be placed 
to help us move forward to unity? Well, first, I don't think relocation is is going to help. So I grew up for the first 13 years of my life in Jamaica. And and I joke a lot of times that says, uh, when I was growing up, I didn't know I was black. Of course I knew I was black, right? But it was never talked about. I was never uh, um, called black Jamaican. I grew up just seeing a lot of people that looked like me, celebrated like me. Um, and so that gave me a sense of confidence in who I was very early. So I do think that starts at home. And I think that's the greatest change that we can make. You have to be careful what you put into your household, what you read, even what you're putting on social media, you're sharing. You don't realize how that's impacting your psyche and how that is going to impact how you raise your children and how you operate in the world going forward. I think it's also important for us to understand that we're all operating from a place in the in the black community, specifically black and brown or, or any um, um, minority community that we're operating from a place of trauma. And when until you understand the traumas that you are facing yourself, um, I don't necessarily know if you can recognize trauma in someone else. And I think that also shapes a lot of our decisions. So if we don't understand those things, it doesn't matter where we go back to. And if we're talking about going to the motherland, I mean, who says they're going to accept us when we come there? You know, we're going to be outsiders when you come there too. Cause I, you know, immigration is not as easy as people necessarily, people necessarily think. So. So in, in here, and, and let, let me clarify, because for some reason people want to, not including you want to jump in and say, wait, we shouldn't leave. We should, you know, like that is the all be all. It's not necessarily relocating, not necessarily relocating, but I did use that in, in contents. But what I mean is, controlling, creating and uh, controlling our own community of like-minded individuals that are willing to build a better thought process and to build a better uh, like image of, of, of love. You get what I mean? So now, does that mean we will have to leave? No, maybe not, but maybe just to create something that's not there. And unfortunately, I don't know if anyone has been looking at the calendar, but we're almost at 100 years to the date of the bombing of Tulsa, Oklahoma. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. with that being said, it has happened. Individuals had tried to create these, um, these communities, but what is stopping us today. I think in 2022, you saw the onset of that again. A lot of people have been putting money together to buy um, land, you know, a large, mm -hmm. large plots of land um, um, to build these communities, to start to rebuild some of those, you know, Tulsa areas and, and Black Wall Street. Um, and I think it's necessary. I think um, we, unfortunately, again, that comes back to identity. Even if you go in the middle of the hood right now, if I walk in the middle of the hood, I don't know about everybody's hood, but if you go to the hood for me, you're going to get a Chinese restaurant, you're going to get an Asian store, you go, and there's nothing wrong with those things. But we are not building within our own communities and spending our money and our, our we don't understand our economic impact and our value. And I remember over the last year, 2020, we had some things happening where they were like blackouts you know, a blackout day. And you realize the impact that we made across America by not spending our dollars. So therefore we can do the same thing by spending those dollars within the community. We could rebuild our community right here on American soil. Yeah, we really could. And to and I want to uh, let Herm jump up in this, but it's a good opportunity to understand what nepotism is. You get what I'm saying? What nepotism is. Oh, wait, as a matter of fact, take that back. Larry, you had something, didn't you, bro? To the rebuild. Yeah, I'm just going to add in to the rebuild pieces. <laughs> to start the rebuild off, you need to unplug from from uh, the, the technological world. That That's a start, right? Because I'm not a marketer. I don't know anything about marketing. I know something about marketing. But I know it plays a part when you're looking at the same images and 
sub unconsciously it does play a part whether we want to admit it or not you know you see these same images of what a woman should look like a man should look like or how a household should be the type of cars you have your lifestyle it subconsciously it messes with your mind but i would say unplug from that that's a start okay obviously trying to learn who you are and figuring out what what makes you rock having these sort of discussions help uh as far as relocating and i know you clarified what you meant by that i would say it, it, it doesn't hurt to go visit other coaches I mean, if you look at what, and I'll bring up the late great uh, 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 Nipsey Hussle. When he went back to his home country where his father lived, that changed his whole mindset and his thought process. Same thing happened with Malcolm X. So there's examples out there. But you don't have to necessarily up and relocate, but sometimes going and visit another culture and understanding how strong what that culture is tight knit and have an influence on you to bring back to your folks. Mm. Right. Yeah. I agree. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So for me, but the rebuild, I, I, I kind of want to combine Camille's and Larry's response. For for me, it starts with the media, man. And and when I'm talking about our music, you know what I'm saying? Things that we feed our kids, you know what I'm saying? In, in their mind. You know what I mean? If you look at how music is produced now, our imagery is produced now compared to it was when we was kids and our parents was kids. I mean, they had real love songs coming up. You know what I mean? Now ours is straight up. Let's get the smashing. You know what I'm saying? Get the money and dash and all this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's straight up trash that they listen to now. You know what I'm saying? Our media gives us trash all day long in and out. And I know we say, you know, media is not real life, but like it or not, you know, we stay on our phones. You know what I'm saying? We, we stay with media in front of our face for the majority part of the day. You know what I mean? It does form the way we think and the way we see things. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a mindset change that needs to happen first and foremost. We got to break down, you know what I'm saying? What, what a relationship is supposed to be. Hmm. You got to break that down and, and, and let them know like it's a mutual thing. It's a mutual thing about growth. You know what I mean? It's not about uh, everybody's financial status. It's like, hey, can we grow together? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what can we do? What can we what can, can we build together? Can we be happy? You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Get rid of, you know, we music is music is still fun and everything, but start putting in some some more love songs and stuff like that these kids can listen to and, and see what happens. You know what's happening. You know what's what? happening. Oh, hey, look, we, 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 we can we can get into it now. It's one thing to talk about uh, old 90s freak Nick. We can talk about <laughs> bump and grind. We can Uncle talk Lou. About Uncle Lou. We had a variety of different things. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's important. I think it's important for the individuals like us. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, those of you that's watching right now, it's important for us to understand the control that we have. Yeah. If we have the progressive thought process, stop sitting back and waiting for somebody to fix your problem. You dig? So if you do have kids, if you do have a wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, and you want to be the change that you want to see, be the change that you want to see. And make sure you're surrounding yourself with individuals that equate the change that you want to see. So look, check this out. Can I can I say something, Seth, before you move on? No, no yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I was I was gonna say talking about this mindset things, and you know, I said um you know, roughneck back in the day messed me all up, you know, all them Monifas and, and he's mine and all this kind of stuff. Like, you know, that that 
<laughs> you really that does get in your psyche. But talking about it is energy. And then you start looking for those images subconsciously. You start looking for that. And then if he ain't a certain thing, then that's what we go for. Right. Um, mm -hmm. It ain't good for you, but that's what we like. Right. We don't even know why we do. But it's some songs. I, I wrote a whole poem about it. But anyway, mm -hmm. I had to start doing something. And this mm -hmm. was kind of a mindset shift for me. And this might help some of y'all talking about the divide in our community. The images that we we see, the things that people said about us that we didn't like, right? You find yourself at some point talking about, oh, she ugly. Oh, she ain't got this. Oh, look at her. Stop and ask yourself, why? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? You know, is it founded? Is it based on my damaged self-esteem? Is it because somebody else said that? And then we have people that are watching us. We have kids that are coming up saying the same thing. What is it about her that I can't say that she's beautiful? You know what I mean? That I have this struggle with this thing. What is it about her? If we want to say that we're all beautiful, you know, everybody's made in this and this and that. We we, you can't lie to yourself and say, when you look at somebody, you be like, ooh, and then you have to stop yourself and be like, ooh, that wasn't even right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But where is that coming from? Where's the root of that? You know, was it something you heard? And, and unfortunately, we don't understand that we do perpetuate that based gotcha. on the fact that we don't challenge our own thought process about our own people no, no, you know right. we talk about other people staring stereotyping us but we stereotype ourselves right. as well and that's right and so, you know that, that that brings me to this point too and i would love cc to speak on this so with jeremy and he's been commenting all night so i appreciate it brother some of us out, out there but it's okay that's what we're about right now he says speak truth please black women please don't treat me like the last dude or the dude before me Take an honest look at me and make your own understanding of who I am and my intentions. Don't look at me to see what you can get out of me. See me a match, right? He says, see me a match, my drive uh, to build. And let's trust each other again. Let's give reasons to trust. Let's recognize attempts to uh, uh, at earning trust. Let's try to love again. Let's, I don't know. So what, what do you think about that? And I, I feel it. I feel what he's trying to say. You know what I'm talking about? But what do you think? Shout out to Jeremy. Um, I don't know why you asked me this hard question, but listen. It ain't hard. I 100% agree. I do agree. We we I should see you for who you are, Jeremy. And when you see me, I want you to see me for who I am. Unfortunately, if I am still broken, I will never see you or anyone else where they're at, okay? I have to first heal and get over my brokenness before I can treat you like another man and say, because it barks like a dog, you know, it is therefore a dog, right? If I have been triggered by a man who, uh, you know, had four or five women sneaking, you know, whatever, whenever I'm not home, sneaking in and out the house like a revolving door, right? And I go out of town and you're not answering your phone, that could be a trigger for me. And then sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes it's not that I want to mistreat you, but you have to also understand that. And going back to the points of uh, unplugging, it is more difficult than we, you know, we can sit here and talk about it all day. These are the things that we should do, but let's be honest. You know, we can change the love songs all day. We can keep the Freak Nick 90 music. I'm cool with that. But at the end of the day, every image we see, just think about like an Instagram, everything in our society in this day and age is instantaneous, okay? And we're very short-sighted. 
if I don't like you today, I can go find another one tomorrow. And I'm independent anyway. I make my own money. I can kill my own spiders, change my own oil. I don't need you, right? So with all those things planted in our minds, and then we watch reality TV and someone tells us who we should be, and we already devalue the men in our lives because we sometimes didn't grow up with fathers. And so we don't know how to respect that natural balance of man, woman in a household anyway. All those things lead to who I am before I walk into the relationship. So sometimes I walk into the relationship and some of my exes may be listening right now. Sometimes I have walked into the relationship and I was broken myself. And all I can do is come to you and be honest and tell you where I am and hope that you can meet me where I am and we can grow together. And that's the key. And you know, a shout out for you for being honest because there's some women, men, that can't even articulate the hurt that they deal with. So this is the question too, and I wanna leave this and open this up to quick discussion. But if you are hurt, do you first understand that you're hurt? B, what do you do with the hurt that you have? and see who taught you how to love. With that being said, there's individuals that equate true love with being insecure. You see what I'm saying? And what that does is it pushes individuals that really want to love you away because you out of line. You get what I'm saying? But you may not have had anything traumatic happen to you, but you've seen your mother deal with this or you've seen your father deal with this. And so now you think that's how you're supposed to love. So. I always go back to this, and I'm a, a, a huge, huge supporter of starting over with counseling first, right? So that you can understand, oh, that's where I'm hurting. Then you realize, wait, that happened back in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? I don't even need that no more. It's no longer pertinent. So with that being said, how important, if you guys could speak to this briefly, how important is it to know yourself and who taught you how to love? Who wants to speak on that? I mean, that's a given. You have to know yourself. Um, but it, but it's a process because we don't take the time. We're taught how to love other people. We're not taught how to love ourselves. We're taught how to get to know other people. We're not taught how to get to know ourselves. It takes some reflection and introspection and honesty. And sometimes it hurts because we like to blame other people. It's hard for us to, to take responsibility for our downfalls. It's easy to say, well, somebody else, I didn't see this, so I didn't do this and this and that. And, and another thing is those images like PTSD, just because your family didn't like you can be tra traumatized by someone else's experience Absolutely. or someone else's something that you saw on TV, which is why, like everybody was saying, it's very important that you monitor the images that you allow into your psyche because mm -hmm. they play a part in everything. They come back out in everything that you do. But to that point, you know, again, um, you have to know what you don't know about yourself. And that takes spending time with yourself. A lot of people don't, they're not comfortable with themselves because they don't know themselves. Therefore, they never get to the root of it. And every relationship that they get in, they'll be bringing all of these past things oh, and all of them old selves with them because they don't even know how to start unpacking that stuff. They have not sat still with themselves and said, okay, that last relationship, what did I do? What could That's I have right. done better? Why did I make these choices? How did I allow it? Who showed me this? Who didn't? And even if I haven't seen a positive uh, example of a relationship, I know how we have technology. You can mm -hmm. go find one. <laughs> you know what I mean? You Just like you look up them songs and you look up all those other things, these Kevin Samuels and Derek Jackson's, let me find someone who, who really has it going on who's been there for 40, 50, 70 years. Let mm -hmm. me listen to their wise counsel about a relationship and okay. glean and learn from them. So, um, you know, that's just my, my two no, cents. No, I that. get it. That makes sense. What you think, huh? 
so, so for me, I think the first question was, uh, how do I know I was hurt? Is yeah. that what you asked? Mm-hmm. Like for me, man, I never really knew that I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? I just knew I was angry. You know what I mean? And I didn't really, really equate that with being hurt, that she had hurt my feelings, like hurt me bad, like uh, to where it was hard for me to trust again. And I never really sat back and thought about me being hurt. You know what I'm saying? I just thought, you know, I ain't, if she don't answer the phone in five rings, it's over. You know what I mean? That's that's what kind of time I was on for whoever I was talking to after that for a long time. You know what I mean? And I never really sat down and dealt with why did that hurt me? You know what I mean? And this is the first time I ever really talked. If I start crying, this is the first time I ever talked about it, you know, ever. You know what I mean? So I got to move on past this a little bit. I might still be goddamn hurt. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> it's okay, Herm. It's okay. It's okay. We got you. time, right? That was the first time I ever really dealt with something like that because it was the ultimate portrayal for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for a while, anytime, you know, I couldn't get a hold of somebody, you know, I'm thinking, all right, they on that dumb shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, now being with somebody, you know, being with somebody else that, that matches me, and I never really think about it no more. I, I mean, I'm I'm, con- I'm cool, calm, relaxed. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting there thinking if she don't answer the phone, I'm going to flip out and start tripping. It's none of that, you know what I mean? I'm in a really good place right now where, where I'm at in my relationship. No, so no. I really appreciate that. As far as showing me how to love, I don't know, Lil Wayne song? I see, think that's the only thing really talk. I mean, because I, I didn't grow up in the house with all kind of love like that, you know what I mean? So there was no example of that, you know what I'm saying? And I never really peeped other people's relationship thinking, man, I want to be like that. So I never really thought about who really showed me how to love, you know what I mean? I'm thinking I'm really still learning that you know what i mean still learning what that looks like you know what i'm saying as far as how i'm supposed to act how i'm supposed to react i'm a very affectionate a very affectionate person and um when we're talking about what people need and want i'm a person that really needs a relationship i don't i'm not a single guy you know what i mean I'm, i don't like to be single in these streets i'd be running around crazy you know what i mean i need to be tied down in a relationship you know what i'm saying so that's just me so i think now i'm learning what love is really supposed to be like. Got you. Got you. You know what? I think that's important. I think that's important. Hey, SCC, what you think? You 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 have you learned or you're still learning? Because I believe in any day that you wake up, you still have an opportunity to learn about yourself, right? Absolutely. So are you still are you still learning? I am still learning. It's it's a lifelong journey. And so I, I like Herm, I, I didn't know I was hurt for a long time. I was just angry. And I got angrier with each relationship that crumbled and then I became more independent the angrier I got, you know, and that was just a cycle for a long time. But I did hear um, a part, my partner told me that um, the hurt that's been caused to me by a man can only be healed by a man. And it took a long time for me to understand that. Um, My trust issues with men from cheating or whatever the case may be, I had to first learn to trust that guy and that guy had to meet me halfway and be trustworthy. And once I had that in my life, then I could see the difference night and day. Oh, now if you call me too much, I'm like, why are you calling me? I'm good, right? But he did that to to ensure that he was um, kind of giving me what I needed to 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 not go back down the same path that I was going. So he was trying to show me something different. And I think that's what you really need is someone who understands where you've been and is willing to um, help you grow through that. Mm, yo. Wow. Crystal, what you think? Um, for me, I still feel as though I'm going through this journey. Um, I do see Kelly. 
I do believe in solitude. There's peace in the solitude. We talked about this on the lioness's layer, you know, life after heartbreak. So right, right now I'm in this healing by myself. And um, I have to agree with what my brother and sister said. Uh, for a long time, I was just angry, um, but I didn't realize it was the hurt that um, I was experiencing based off of a failed, you know, marriage. So right now I'm just, I'm enjoying life and I'm learning and rediscovering who I am. And mm. I think that's going to contribute to my healing is knowing like, who's Crystal? What is she like? What color hair she want to wear? Like whatever it is, I'm learning all of those different things about myself. So Awesome. Awesome. Hey, what's your thoughts about that, Larry? Hey, everybody made good points. Can you, yeah, everybody made good points. One of the things that I'll, I'll harp on is, um, uh, with age comes wisdom. And some may agree, some may not agree. But what I mean by that is uh, I grew up about, around, I got a bunch of odds in my family. So I know what love is. I know what love looks like. But at my adolescent year, in, in the circle I was in, I didn't care about that. I, that wasn't my mindset, right? So I was like, that will come later. I ain't read about that right now. Um, what I will say, as far as healing and your upbringing, much as I say unplug from social media and technology, there is a flip side to that. There are virtual groups out here that you can use get that mentor and that guidance that you need to heal yourself. It doesn't have to be from the people you grew up with or the people around you in your circle if you're not getting it from them. Sometimes talking to a complete stranger can be beneficial because a stranger will open up and let you in in their world for the most part uh, and, and give you some, some genes that you can use versus the people you see and speak to every day. Because we're all, for the most part, not going to be too real with you and we're not going to give you too much because we have an image to uphold, right? But we may not be as open and honest with you as a stranger will. So there is virtual groups out here that you can use to, to heal yourself if you're not getting it from within your circle right now. Absolutely. No, that makes sense. And look, and to your point, too, I just want to leave with this. Even when it comes down to life, ladies and gentlemen and family, when we're doing things together and we want to bridge this gap of divisiveness, the older we get, we have to realize something. When you... The older you get, some people get older and other people mature. They're not always the same, right on. So just because you see somebody that's 50, you would expect them to have their stuff together. And that's just a 50 year old dummy. But since we're wrapping up in time, uh, let's see, CC, you want to tell individuals how to catch y'all on the lioness layer. Hey, so yeah, the, Crystal, Camille, and I are on Facebook Live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central for the Lioness Lair. If you missed last week's episode, you really missed out, but you can find it on Roku or Amazon Fire under the Lions, uh, what is it, the Lions Pride Network. We would love your support. Please, please, please come out and give us your comments. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, we'll be on Facebook Live. Look out for the invite. Yes, yes. Thank you, ladies. Hey, y'all, you know what? I'll tell you one thing. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I think we need to do this one more time. Probably give it a couple of, you know, give it some, some time to simmer, right? And then just knock it out with a whole bunch of more content. Herm, what you think about that, bro? Yeah, because, I mean, Chris ain't make me have no seat. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I would like to say I that came, the ladies... I came, I oh, you know what? I you know what? You got to all learned. And we will. We will. need another one. We need another one. one. And it is what it is, right? And look. No, we, we won. won. You know hey, ladies. Well, hey. we have to give Herm something to think about. 
this whole thing that he just came, I, I would say that he's having several seats while he reflects on some things. Hey, we won. Hey. <laughs> Look, Larry ain't even say nothing. Thank you, Larry, for the confirmation. We appreciate no. you, bro. You know what? That's why we won, because we got shirts. Nah, all right. Look, I'm joking. Hey, but look, y'all, check this out. We do love y'all. Look, hey, we're gonna do this again real soon. Thank y'all for for sharing this. Everybody that's watching, y'all, we appreciate y'all. Hey, don't forget, make sure y'all download the app. We got some stuff coming up in the future. Okay, make sure y'all download this app so y'all can see it. it's on Roku and Amazon Fire, like CC said, right? And we will see y'all soon. Later. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking, on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth. <laughs>